Now back to the Midday Grind with Martin and Marlo on 590 The Fan and 590thefan.com. But I figured I'd have it all by the time I retired. I'd have me a car worth at least a hundred grand. I'd get it one piece at a time, and it wouldn't cost me a dime. You'd know it's me when I come through your town. I'm gonna ride around in style. I'm gonna drive everybody wild. Cause I'll have the only one there is around. So the very next day when I punched in with my big lunchbox and with help from my friend, I left that day with a lunchbox full of gear. I've never considered myself a thief, but GM wouldn't miss just one little piece, especially if I strung it out over several uh, Let's get to it. It's a holiday week, 4th of July for folks. That means a barbecue, maybe some fireworks, and I bet for Kenny Wallace it means racing on a dirt track near you. If I had to guess, I didn't look at the schedule for the Missouri Hot Shoe, but I'm guessing you'll be out and about. Ladies and gentlemen, he's out of St. Louis, Missouri. He's the Missouri Hot Shoe Friends with Martin Kilcoin and Charlie Marlowe. Yeah. Kent Wallace. And the crowd goes wild. Isn't that amazing? All the talk about Pat Maroon, the blues player. I'm from Telegraph Road. I dream of my fans cheering me. And now he brings us to Cup, and he might leave. Yeah, I think, I think as kids we've always dreamed of, you know, me, myself, Kenny Wallace, being in the Daytona 500, you know, winning it. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited. You know, it's hot and sunny out right now. Uh, and we are racing really hard. And, uh, but. This is a great, I'm this is, do, I don't want to interrupt you, Kenny, but this is a great ADD answer. I've already forgotten what the question was. I love this. Yeah. The question was, you called me the Missouri Hot Shoe. Yes. And you said you're, said I'm probably working on a race car. And, uh. Yeah, well, the, the, you know, Missouri Hot Shoe, and, uh, you know, it, it, as a kid, you know, you always dream of being whatever athlete it is, and, uh, you know, the Missouri Hot Shoe is a pretty cocky name, you know, but they called me that one time. <laughs> well, you know, so it just it translates into everything that's going on right now, you know, in, in sports. Jimmy Johnson, he's a seven-time champion, and, damn it, he won't quit. He says he wants more. Tom Brady won't quit. What's wrong with us? All we do is race and play, and if we win, it's not enough. We got to keep going. So, yes, I'm working on my race car like a nut. Where, uh, where are you going to be? This I was saying, you know, the Fourth of July for a lot of folks, it's at home and barbecuing. I was guessing that you're going to be out racing somewhere. What's your schedule? Yeah, so everything has got destroyed. We were supposed to be in Joliet. Well, Sunday night we got rained out. We were getting ready to race in Lincoln, Illinois. We were literally getting ready to line up for our race in Lincoln, Illinois, on Sunday night, rained out. We were going to run up in Chicago last night, Joliet, Illinois, rained out. Uh, tonight would have been Wilmot, Wisconsin. We're not going there. Davenport, Iowa. Then Tomahawk, Wisconsin, on July 4th and 5th, the promoter called me. That's rained out. You know, when these, when these uh, weathermen, when they predict rain, you know, Martin, if they predict rain, people will say, well, I'm not going because it's going to rain. So sometimes your predictions are rough because people go, well, hell with it. I'm not going to go. It's going to rain. So uh, we're at home. We're going to stay home. And Granite City, Illinois, tomorrow night is holding a Wednesday night special. So I will be at Granite City tomorrow because all my plans for the week have been screwed up. And then it will be Friday night. 
Macon, Illinois, and Saturday in Farmer City. And then, I know Saturday will be uh, Peebly, so I'm pretty excited. We've still got it going on. Kenny Wallace, I'm just I'm just guessing that over the course of your life that you've had or, or know about a funny fireworks story. Maybe when you were a kid, maybe you almost lost a finger, maybe a friend. Nothing funnier than that. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, I'm, I'm guessing back in the day you guys had some fun with fireworks. Is that true? Yeah, we used to light bottle rockets and, and throw them in houses <laughs> and just see if we could hit the house because we're a bunch of Jefferson County rednecks. And I'm not saying it's funny, but it's like, oh, that was close. So, like, you know, you light a bottle rocket, and then you, you know, you, you try to throw it, but you got to let that, you got to let that wick go pretty far. And 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 the thing is, the timing is, <laughs> the timing is the, you know, like throw a baseball, like you rear back, and as soon as you're going forward, you throw it way in there, and hopefully it takes off. Well, a uh, couple times we've had it where it's taken off out of our hand, and uh, you know, you you don't want to jack with fireworks too much, but little bottle rockets, but. I will tell you a story that I I was there. I did not do it, but it's crazy. So Sterling Marlin, two-time Daytona 500 winner. He's from he's from Tennessee, right? Well, he messes up and gives my brother Rusty Wallace gives his boy Stephen Wallace quarter stick of dynamite. Okay, literally, and now I'm saying it right. Gives Stephen Wallace a quarter stick of dynamite. Well, we're up at Dover. And we're racing, but on the inside of the Dover track is like a horse track, you know, because it's you know, all about gambling up there at Dover. So we are we are in our team van. Now, this is like 25 years ago, 20 years ago. And we're in the team van, and Steven takes this quarter stick of dynamite that Sterling Marlin gives him, likes it, throws it underneath our team van like six of us are in there. I'm going to tell you what, we about fainted. It it was like you know it was like a bomb that went off in a bunker. It, instead of going bang, it went boom, boom, like that, and it literally blew. Now no lie, no exaggeration, blew both rear tires, blew them flat. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. So okay, it's funny when nobody gets hurt, but and I got another one. Do you have time? Oh yeah, time for you, buddy. This one's hilarious. So my my brother Rusty Wallace. I got to say, my brother Rusty Wallace. Assuming nobody that's if people are tuning in to five ninety right now, they might not know who the hell I am. So, my brother Rusty Wallace calls me one day and he goes, "Herman, what are you doing?" I said, "Oh, just here at the house, like on a Tuesday." And I'm living in North Carolina. He says, "Can you keep Stephen for a couple of days?" And I start laughing. I said, "What did he do?" Well, that quarter stick of dynamite. So. They have a gate, right? But, so Stephen is lighting this quarter stick of dynamite, thinking it's going to be funny. He's by himself. At the gate, at the gate, his mom pushes the button. His mom's coming through the gate at the same time. Stephen's lighting this quarter stick of dynamite. And Stephen goes, oh, my God, my mom's going to kill me. Now, these quarter stick of dynamite, the wick is like a wax uh, wick, right? It's wax. It won't go out once you light it. Unless you smash it with a hammer. Steven is downstairs and he throws it in this toilet. True story. Billy the kid's leaving. He's going back to farm. He says, I'm on phone money, bro. So anyway, uh, he throws it in the toilet. The damn thing blows up, blows the toilet up, 
blow, blows the PVC out of the damn wall, out of the, the sheetrock. And, and Patty, Patty Wallace, rest his life, she went berserk. You little son of Stephen, he thought when he threw that thing in the toilet, it would go out of the toilet. The, the, all the plumbing out of the wall. So needless to say, Stephen spent a couple of, It was kind of fun, actually. <laughs> With Uncle Kenny. <laughs> Man, I got to tell you, I'm coming down to his house probably for the fourth because I got a feeling there might be a couple of bush beers, barbecue, and there might just be a little pyrotechnics. Just I'm not I'm not warning the local authorities. I just have a feeling that could happen. At Kenny's, hey, it's, it's Kevin Gundaker, you know the legendary Gundaker family, right? Gundaker, Better Homes and Gardens, you know Gundaker, right? They're, they're a very successful family. Well, Kevin Gundaker, which is you know. You know, Gordon is the legend. He's, he's the wealthy man. He, he owns St. Louis, right, all the real estate. So Gordon's son, Kevin, you know, they own Tri-City Speedway, Granite City, Illinois. They're legends. Well, him and Rusty are like great friends. They take this damn uh, trash bag, and they go into the welding torch. And, you know, if you miss the settling and they fill this trash bag full of the settling, they're going to make a bomb. And this is the great Rusty Wallace, right, NASCAR champion. Anyway, somehow it, it blew up in their face. And Rusty says they're in the Kirkwood Hospital. All their, their eyelashes, their eyebrows, they're singed off. Rusty said he can't see, can't hear. He said it was bad. Like, it's okay now, but it was really bad at the moment. So they have a thing for blowing stuff up. But don't do this. These are cautionary tales. Don't, don't do this. It's sort of a PSA from our Kenny Wallace, uh, who mentioned earlier about Pat Maroon. I know you've been active on Twitter. Uh, the Oakville native wins the Stanley Cup. Now he's a free agent. Since uh, The sense I think we're getting is that the Blues might want to look at some younger players, and he might make more money if he goes elsewhere. But I think everyone knows the legend is already in cement for Pat Maroon. In a weird way, you get to go out on top. Like his Blues career couldn't be any better than what happened. It'll never be better than that. And so maybe going to Edmonton or wherever for a couple of years, making some decent money is not the worst thing, but rarely in sports is there a perfect exit. You know, it's almost everyone as great as they are accomplished as they are. The exits are usually, usually a little awkward. Listen, I agree with you 110%. I don't think I could add it to anything you just said. You know, I, I, and I, I formulated my, my tweet yesterday because, you know, obviously, you know, the Blues, you know, I guess you could say timeline was all that, you know, Pat Maroon leaving. And, and my point of view is, listen, Telegraph Road, maybe it's seven miles from me, not even, you know, that. But, you know, his, his son his son said something so cool. You know, they were still from Telegraph Road. You know, and it hits home, you know, our hero coming back. And, and my point was this. Thank you for winning us the Stanley Cup. Now get out of here and go make yourself about six, eight, ten million dollars so you can take care of your family. You know, we're all old enough to understand now, you know, the, the, the dirty part of professional sports, you know, and uh, I get it now. I understand it. And, uh, you know, kind of what happened with Albert there, you know, now we could pay to keep our heroes, but it seems like they all come back anyway. Look at Red Hall, Jim Edmonds. You know, I, I mean, they all stay here. I mean, Ozzy Smith is going to San Diego or somewhere, and uh, they all stay here. So Pat's not going anywhere. I just, you know, I want him to make a lot of money now because 
you can't waste you can't waste it away. And if they're going to pay you big money, you know, I'm not selfish anymore. We got our cup. Go, go make some money because that's what we want for our St. Louis homeboy. It's a great point too. You can always come back home, and when you come back home, you'll always be hailed. As a hero. There's no doubt about it. Kenny, have a great 4th of July. Be safe. Folks can see you at Granite City, the Tri-City Speedway, on Wednesday night. Ring in the 4th. Everybody, Charlie, everybody shuts it down. It's a holiday week. Mm-hmm. Head over to Granite City on Wednesday night to see the Missouri Hot Shoe in action. I would hope that at some point people start coming up to you, whether it's the lovely Kim or Buddha. I would like them now to just start referring to you as the Missouri Hot Shoe. I love you guys. You may, Hold on. So your friends might start calling you. He's underneath the left rear of the car. He said, great. <laughs> I love when a friend's underneath love the left too. rear of the car. Kenny, great to talk to you. Okay, bye, gang. All right, See you, Tuesdays buddy. with Kenny. We didn't even talk Cardinals. We'll How get about back Stephen to Wallace, week. though? I mean, I've interviewed him before, and uh, again. I didn't know he was a blank disturber. Listen, obviously be safe with your fireworks, okay? We did a story on Fox 2 last night. Legitimately, there are many more fires on 4th of July than your average day. I think we know why that is. So be safe. All I'm saying is when we're kids, we do stupid things with fireworks. It happens. But don't do that. But be safe. Uh, Cardinals are going to host the Diamondbacks the weekend after the All-Star Game. That's July 12th through 14th. Great giveaways all weekend long. That includes the 2009 Adult All-Star Game replica jersey. Get your tickets at cardinals.com slash promotions. The St. Louis Cardinals. You know what it is? It's time to fly. Time to fly. That's the slogan, baby. I'm telling you what. Time to fly. I have a good all feeling. Right, all right, here we go. Here we go. You owe me ten dollars. More than likely. I'll because, give you five right now. Okay. I don't want five. I don't even want your ten. Ooh. How about if we make it a twenty dollar bet straight up, and they have to go four and two or I like better? That. Would you take it? I was just gonna. I was just gonna put that out there. So twenty bucks. Four and two. They got to go four and two. If they go six and zero, oh, four and two, five and one, you owe me nothing. If they go three and three or worse, I get twenty. Mariners and Giants. Flaherty pitching tonight. I think this is a good offer for you. Yes, I'm a gambler. Part of me thinks so, I won't ever see the ten, so I'm going to just go all oh, in on stop. this. You get I always two, pay you my bet. Two Flaherty starts out of this. Don't bet. you? Done. Okay. Okay. All right. And four I hope and two. I hope it happens. And you're going to pay me twenty bucks if I win. No, no, no. It's a double or nothing. It's the oh, that's not fair. No, no, there's no upside for me then. No, then you owe me twenty. I'm letting you off the hook. I'm letting you off the hook. No, no, no. no. I'm not betting twenty. I'm saying okay, that's a terrible opportunity no, no, no. for me because you <laughs> owe, you basically owe me ten. Then give me three and three then. But make it no. I'll tell you what. I'll I just tell can't you. Wait oh, here we go. I think. I think. Do you, you know what I was saying, right? Yes. I was basically saying we're going to raise it. You have a little more, but you have a chance to walk away. I'm telling you, the Cardinals are going to sweep. The Mariners. No, they're not. They're going to put you in a, in a difficult spot. And I'm going to I'm gonna text not, you every time something positive happens. Right, just give me my 10. For the card. Absolutely it's fine. not. Chuck, they had an off day yesterday. The Mariners are 3 win. and 11 after an off day. The Mariners are terrible. Yes, and the Cardinals aren't very good either. So that's probably two out of three for the Cardinals. The Cardinals are much better than the Mariners. And the Cardinals also have not been playing close to their potential. I'm no. not saying that they're a playoff team. Uh, yeah. They're better than eh. in around 500. I mean, they've been they've been not good for longer than they were good this year. So, I feel like they're closer to not good than good. <laughs> How about this though? How about Mike Leake pitching tomorrow? He's given up 23 home runs 
And we're not at the All-Star break. Well, I was just going to say that the Cardinals pitching staff, although the starters were, were pretty dang good in the month of June, but a lot of home runs allowed yes. for the Michaelises and the Flaherty's of the world. You're now playing your next six games in some pretty fair to pitcher-friendly ballparks in Seattle and San Francisco. Cardinals are 17-23 and 23 on the road this year. All I'm saying to help is Chuck. Cardinals are about to go on a little run no. to make are this they? bet just a little more interesting. No. Happy Independence Day, everybody. Yeah. All right, appliance discounters, the place to go for your next appliance purchase, whether it's a washer, dryer, refrigerator, stove, you name it, they've got it. Lowest prices with the biggest names. GE, Frigidaire, Samsung. You can do the entire kitchen. Whatever you're looking for, they've got it. Theappliancediscounters.com is the website. Seven area locations, Fairview Heights, Illinois, South County, the Concord Plaza. We were there for the grand opening. Maplewood, Richmond Heights, right off Laclede Station Road. Baldwin, St. Charles, Webster Grove, City of St. Louis, all around the 590 listing area. Find them online, theappliancediscounters.com. Time now for the end of the day. The end of the day. Okay, when's the end of the day? At the end of the day, it's going to be tough to tell someone they might not be in it. At the end of the day, even though there's moments where you're like, oh, I, you know, I don't want to do this. Does this ever happen to you? What would you say... What's the universal amount of time, accepted amount of time, that you need to wait? Say you're at a light, you're behind a car, light goes from red to green. What's the accepted amount of time you're supposed to wait before just doing a light tap on the horn? Great if question. The car in front of you doesn't go. Three, I was thinking three to five seconds. I think Let's, two to three. Two to three? If you right. go, think about this. One, three one Mississippi. Two, two Mississippi. Two I think you're good there. Yeah, by the time I'm about, yeah, about halfway through three, I'm think I'm moving. And in. even that's a light three tap. Three right? It's a little reminder. Yeah, like, hey, a little, look just up. like, hey. Look up. Right. So I was going to the gym after work last night. We get it. We, we work get. out. And... Uh, it required me to turn left into my into the plaza on Main Street Road at the light, right to turn left. I'm second in line. There's a car in front of me, a couple cars behind me. And the light turns green from red to green, get the arrow. And nearly immediately, the car behind me, not a light tap, Ooh. blares the horn. Ooh. I look Ooh. up and I see in the rearview mirror of the car in front of me, the, the, the woman driving that car is glaring directly at me, which then forces me to do like the exaggerated turnaround. Oh yeah, that's like, what oh, do you want me to do? That, that's that. an enemy for life. I hate that. That's an enemy for life. Throw the hands in the air yeah. like what? Right. What? Yeah. Was it no. me? Or you get out with a golf club, go hit the hood of her car, and then say, "What do you want me to do about it? I'm behind somebody else. I'll transfer your honk forward. Hold on. Person. I'll transfer your. Honk. May I add this though? Yes. Because. We were, we were Joe DiMaggio, you can do anything. No, first of all, I Chuck's said I was the opposite. 56-game hit streak has started today. I said, and we'll get to the text line because some very good responses. I said I was more quantity over quality, thus the anti-Joe DiMaggio. That's what I said off the bat. Now, we my point, though, to, uh, that, listen, however. the thing about honking is if you're doing something wrong, i.e. looking at your phone, texting, tweeting, not paying attention, you deserve to be honked at immediately, and that's usually the but case. But he's the middle car. I'm the middle car. No fair. So now she thinks I did that. Because the car no, in front of you had not moved, yes. correct? Yeah, but it was like a second. It was not. I was surprised. So by the how car in front of you nece wasn't necessarily at fault either, because no, they hadn't even had a chance but no, to go. I look like the jerk. 
Well, you are a jerk. Go ahead. Next like that or why I don't ever have my windows down. On that topic. By um, the way, CBC and Marquette don't produce jerks, no. okay? It's just sort of coincidence <laughs> on this show. On that topic of whether or not I'm a jerk, uh, I noticed yesterday on Twitter there was a trending question. I can't remember by who. Someone from, I believe, SB Nation. What's your worst sports memory? Like the one that brings you the most pain, which for me is uh, – Travis Ishikawa. Not so much that moment, but just that inning in general was just a disaster. And especially since what has happened, that feels like to me the moment that where everything just kind of went downhill for the Cardinals. I've told the story before. I was there for that game. And after the David Freeze moments of 2011 and being in the bowels of Bush Stadium, I said to myself, when these great moments happen, I don't want to be down by the interview room. So I watched that inning and I had kind of strategically placed myself to be able to sprint down there after whatever happened. And unfortunately, for the Cardinals and Michael Walker, it was uh, very bad so for I them. bring this up only because am I a bad person? Yes. Scrolling yes. through the responses and kind of snickering and laughing when someone brought up a moment that involved the Cardinals doing a good thing. So a lot of Rangers fans brought up David, David Freeze. Freeze. Some Mets fans brought up Beltran caught looking. I saw one fan bring up the 99 NFC Championship game. Tampa Bay am I, Bucks a, am fan. I a bad person for that? Uh, no, you're just a sports fan. Okay. My sure. most disappointing was Final Four Marquette. All the hoopla, being there, D Wade, and then losing by like 50 or whatever it was. Chuck, what's yours? For me, I was in Columbus to watch the national championship game 2006 season. So early 2007, uh, Ohio State losing to Urban Meyer in Florida. They got palindromed 41 14. Oh, Everybody God, thought. I like that. Everybody thought the Buckeyes were going to roll, and they got destroyed. God, uh, you did palindromed and ratioed in the same show. You're on, ratioed, you're on hit streak. Ratioed's kind of a ratio. Like it. Is it kind of a hip Twitter thing? No, I like it. I'm saying these are good it's words. I'm, it's a compliment, Joe. It's not. I don't know if hip's the word we want to it's use. It's not a compliment, but... though, because, Martin, you always act like if I say anything halfway intelligent, it's this big surprise. So it's actually not a compliment. <laughs> or unfrozen caveman Kusumano. Have you guys heard of this? Bloody Mary drink? Apparently, it's tomato juice and vodka. He actually has Dr. Rick about yeah, we, it. This, this, this has to be a segment, right, guys? Like this is unfrozen like Frank. Frank, yeah, unfrozen Frank. That's a fantastic. Uh, I was gonna go some. Frank. I was gonna go with the time capsule joke. Uh, that's better. No, Chuck I'm saying we have the open. Pointing. The open is from the movie Dumb and Dumber. When is it? Is it uh, Jim Carrey? He sees the moon landing newspaper mm. and he goes, "We landed on the moon." That's the open <laughs> yeah. to, to unfrozen Frank. Encino Man. Um, Time now for Unfrozen Frank. Frank, there's a candy bar. There's nougat, peanut butter, chocolate, caramel. Have you heard of the Snickers bar? That sounds delicious. Look, I think this does speak, though, to Frank's hustle because we joke about him. But this man is a hustler in TV, in radio. He's a great sports dad. He's probably so focused on just everything in his life. He doesn't know things like... The Bloody Mary and the Goo Goo Dolls being a band that's been around for a quarter of a century. <laughs> Martin, you asked for this, so here's a little Canada quiz. Yes. Uh, we'll start off easy. Who is the Prime Minister of Canada? Trudeau. It's the kid. Justin. Yep. Uh, what day is Canada Day? Yesterday. July 1st. Yes. Bobby Bonilla Day. Yes. Uh, I will name the province. Nice. You name the capital. All right. Ontario. Ottawa. Or is that the capital of uh -oh. the whole That's country? The of whole country. Ratio this man. <sighs> Ontario. Is capital it, of Ontario is? Is it not Toronto? It's Toronto. Okay. Say. Ottawa is the capital of the entire country. Uh, the capital mm -hmm. of Quebec. Uh, I'm Quebec say City. Quebec City. Is this just for Martin? Just go ahead. Sorry. No, you can. Okay. Well, he, 
I answered, and he said Here's yes. The issue, Chuck. If I if I ask you these questions, you're going to name every city you know inside no. that province, just like Joe DiMaggio would do. Listen, <laughs> uh, British Columbia is where it gets a little more difficult. That's the one. Over. So I was allowing Vancouver, you. Maybe Vancouver. I'll go with Vancouver. I don't have a guess. So I'll I would not me. have gotten this one right. Victoria. I should have known that. Is that the island? How about Alberta? <sighs> well, you got the Calgary. You got Edmonton. I'm going to say Calgary. Uh, I'll go Edmonton. It's Edmonton. Dang. Uh, Manitoba. Well, you Winnipeg. got that Winnipeg, and then you got the other one. <laughs> Winnipeg and also... I'll go, uh, I'll go Winnipeg. How about, uh, you know, River Elk and... Well, uh, you got Yellowknife, and you got Beaver Falls, Porcupine uh, Whiskers. It's Winnipeg. Yes. Winnipeg. Winnipeg is the capital of Manitoba. Nova Scotia. Eh? Nova is it Halifax? Scotia. It is Halifax. 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 And a Saskatchewan. Sasky. It's got to be Saskatoon. It's Regina. Oh, it's Regina. Regina. I think it's Regina, corrector guy. What is the national animal of Canada? It's got to be... Moose! The polar bear slash moose. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I don't care. It's the beaver. What? The Canadian oh. beaver. Yes. Oh. Now, how about this? So, hockey is the national winter sport of Canada. What is the national summer sport of Canada? Good summer question. hockey? Summer, summer sport. Hockey. Summer hockey. <laughs> not fishing. Okay, Hold you on. have to take this seriously. This is I your idea. No, you're absolutely no. not taking this seriously. No, your the, answer was summer, summer hockey. hockey was incredible. I thought the province that quiz is, would be. I thought this was instructive. Summer hockey was, <laughs> was not serious at all. All right, I tuned out. But you know, me saying what's the national <laughs> summer sport of, of of America, and you'd say summer football. I, you know, that's true. XFL. I told Hoff to do this because I thought it was instructive because all the players are about to parade the cup <laughs> mm-hmm. through the provinces. So I thought this I would thought be helpful. I thought this was a good question. No, it what is, is good. What is the national summer sport of Canada? Um, Lacrosse. Yes. Well, good guess. How about that? Knowledge. Yes, that is very true. Finally. <laughs> Cardinals, Mariners, can you tell me who Summer is the hockey. all-time wins leader for the Seattle Mariners? Ooh, is it not Jamie Moyer? He's played on a million teams. All it's got to be King Felix. It is King Felix. Uh, okay. King Griffey Jr. is the all-time leader in home runs. Who is second? How about Alvin Jay Davis? Buhner. Edgar Martinez. <sighs> Jay narrowly, narrowly edging out Jay Buhner. He had two more home runs than the Mariners. How about this? Jay Buhner's kid. Plays for the Gateway Grizzlies. How about that? Gunner Buner. Gunner Buner. This is just a fun answer. Who has the best win-loss percentage in Mariners history? Best win-loss percentage. Bill's- is there a minimum starts? Um, is it a name we would know. know and trust? Uh, you might know him. Bill Cottle. Let's see. Uh, what era? 90s? Who's a really good... 90s, little into the aughts. It's just a fun name that I forgot Oh, about. is it? Is it Freddie... Garcia? He, he had one random fantastic year in his Freddie career. Garcia. No, it's Paul Abbott. I never would have guessed that. Uh, and finally, all-time leader in saves. Uh, is it not Edwin Diaz? How many years was he there? It's not Edwin Diaz a second. It's oh, not, it's, is it the Japanese pitcher? Kazuhiro Sazaki. Yeah. How many did he have? 129. Let's talk about it. All right, that's the end of the day. Uh, a lot you. of people saying you're Bartolo Colon. I'll take that. <laughs> Chuck, why don't you read a few of those? All right. We Again. asked earlier. This is good. I love this. People love this People stuff. People love this stuff. Hard lines on hold. By the way, Schnucks, the place to go to load up for the holidays, but also round up while you're there. They're raising money again for Folds of Honor. Great organization. And you can help simply by rounding up when you're checking out. You're stocked up for the week, the weekend, the holiday. Friends are coming over, and they'll simply say, would you like to round up? Last year was over a million dollars. 
folks going to Schnooks helping raise money and for I noticed this old demonics. Schnooks, if you're doing the self-checkout, there's no clerk there to ask people to round up. They have little like post-it cards that you can yep. snag and scan for like a dollar, two, three bucks. Uh, Darren Bragg, that's a really good baseball player to bring up. I'll take that. Somebody said John Jay. Charlie is Bartolo Colon, solid player, been around a while, curly hair, cute and round. That's quality and quantity. I will take that any day. I got a Chris Sabo. Fred McGriff, that's a compliment. Crime Dog, I'll take that for sure. Here's a good one because I grew up watching the late 80s, early 90s Detroit Tigers. Weird batting stance, but 30 homer power for a catcher, Mickey Tettleton. I'll take that all day. Like the last cereal, I believe. Yeah, somebody said something about, about throwing Fruit Loops. At Mickey Tettleton. Was he a serial guy? He had a serial thing. It was kind of his thing. Also, Brad Penny as an offensive player. Brad Penny hurt himself. <laughs> Brad Penny hit a grand slam. Thank you. He hurt himself hitting a grand slam. I he think. also dated a lot of good-looking women, i.e. Alyssa Milano. Brad really? Penny. Yes. I, now, we learned a lot. Today. This has been very instructive. Thank you, Joe. John Thank Crook. you. That's not nice. Hoff. That's a, that's a compliment, John. Thank you, Rock. Oh, yeah. Jeff Francoeur, Bobby Bonilla. Look at all these great responses. Wow. People love this stuff. Uh, Hardline. <laughs> so Do you love this stuff? Text in. We'll read them tomorrow. For Joe DiMaggio, I'm Charlie. Back to you.